When you don't let circumstances determine whether you're going to be grateful or be a giver today, then you can attract everything that you need to be successful at what you're doing. Hey there, this is Patrice from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to the Redefining Wealth podcast. If you are new here, a big, big welcome to you. Thank you for joining us. You will notice that we're just a little bit different than a lot of personal finance shows out there because here we believe that wealth is not about or not all about money and material possessions, but that wealth is about the original definition, the 12th century definition which was the condition of well-being. And that means happiness and contentment in not just your finances, but every area of your life because it's all connected. And so if that speaks to you, then I want to invite you to subscribe. Make sure you tune in each and every week for a new episode. Um, Today, I really wanted to go through a huge part of wealth and abundance. Well, what's huge to me because I've been a personal finance expert, author, speaker, coach, media personality for almost a decade now. And the thing that I always hear people ask questions about are their budget, their credit report. And I usually hear these stories that start out with a lot of whining and complaining. And I have to stop people sometimes in their tracks. Like sometimes I'm in the habit at this point of asking people, do you mind if I just coach you for one moment? Is it okay if I just give you some feedback? And just getting people to understand that what you verbalize, you magnify in your life. Like words are so powerful. And what you verbalize, you magnetize. You bring more towards you, but then you have the ability to make things so much bigger than they are. And I never want to minimize anyone's pain or problems or trauma because trust me, I have had my set of all of that. You will learn that if you listen even to some of the back episodes here. So it's not that I want to minimize any of that or trivialize it, but I really feel like far too often when we talk about wealth or money or abundance or being an overflow, we really don't realize that our attitude plays a big part. And I really believe that your attitude towards a process will determine your success with that process. And so your attitude towards gratitude and giving, those two things in particular, will really determine if you get to that end result that you want. And even if you get there, whether or not you'll be able to truly maintain it. And I think in our society quite a bit, because we live in like a microwave generation where everything has to happen when you want it to happen instantly in a flash, like make it happen right now, that in the real world (laughs) where you just are not in control of that and you don't get to make those types of instant decisions, it makes us live and respond to things that happen in life from a place of fear and lack and scarcity. And I'm really convinced that if we look deeper, we'll see that there's such a strong connection really 
between our wealth and whatever it is we say we want for our lives and our gratitude and giving. And so those are the two G's today, gratitude and giving. And I really want to go through how those connect to your abundance. And here's the thing, no matter what may be happening in the world around you, one of the things that I've learned over the years, this is that fit pillar. One of the things that I've learned over the years is that you have to be willing to fight for your gratitude. Let me say that again. You have to be willing to fight for your gratitude. There are so many things, so much negativity in this world that is just pulling us in so many different directions that truly don't serve us on the path to building true wealth. And I say fight because this is not a passive activity. And I think that some of us treat gratitude as something that you passively do. Like sometimes you feel like being grateful, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you murmur three cute little things that you might be grateful for. I'm grateful for my health, my family, my house, right? But the truth is, if you've ever been through any hardships, if you've ever lost a child like I did, my son passed in my arms the day he was born, a year before I had my daughter, or if you've ever been a Google search away from leaving your spouse, can we just get real? Like if you've ever literally Googled what the cost of apartments are in your area, because you're like, this is it. I'm, I'm talking real talk. Not not the cute stuff I have to do on radio. <laughs> like real talk. If you've ever had to scrape up change and shake old purses or look in the seams of a couch because you were trying to scrape up the money to feed your child or to feed yourself or to keep your lights on. That's real life. This is real stuff. Or if you've dealt with some type of blow in life that could have and probably should have taken you out, then you know what I'm saying. You can't be passive in those moments. You have to fight for your gratitude. The only reason that I'm here today is because I've had to fight to stop whining and complaining or to not whine and complain and look for things to be grateful for so that I could pick myself up. People always ask me, how did you get off your brother's couch in 2009 and end up on Fox News and Dr. Oz and the Steve Harvey show and all these things that you've done? Like what happened in the middle? And a part of that was learning that I had to fight even in the midst of just tumultuous times. I had to fight to find something to be grateful for so that I could encourage myself to keep going. If you've been through anything, you have to fight to find the silver lining. You have to fight to look on the bright side. You have to fight to see a day when the skies would appear blue again instead of gray. Do you know the definition for fight? It's take part in a violent struggle involving the exchange of physical blows or the use of weapons. Now, I might not have been fighting anyone physically, not that I didn't think about it. <laughs> I may have not been fighting anyone physically, but that's really where that faith pillar comes in, especially here at Redefining Wealth, because I realized that I had to fight some things in the spirit. And that even means just with my attitude, right? And one of the things that we say in the faith pillar is that a lot of things happened 
for us, not to us. And so I learned that those blows and those weapons, like when stuff comes against me, that it, it's a spiritual thing. And that's where being mindful and still and prayerful or meditating or whatever it is that you do, that's where that comes in. Because whining and complaining is not enough. It's actually just going to bring more of the same. But staying in gratitude allows you to look for the lesson or the blessing in all things at all times. You want to look for the lesson or the blessing in all things at all times. And I know sometimes it doesn't feel like there's anything to be grateful for. Trust me, I've been there. But that's where that fight has to come in. You have to fight to maintain that level of gratitude. And I'm not telling you that it's easy. It's not easy by any means. But what I do know is that it's necessary. Because when you make a point to find even small things to be thankful for, it's like a thousand little candles that all together light the darkness. I heard someone say that once, and I wish I could give them credit. But when you make a point to find small things to be thankful for, it's like a thousand little candles that all together can light the darkness. Because gratitude is such a powerful force and it opens the doors to blessings and abundance that you can't even fathom. Like you must show gratitude for the little before you can be blessed with more. And I truly believe that. And what repels wealth Because wealth comes in the form of so many things. But let's just take, for example, um, divine connections. If the first time I meet you and I say, hey, how's it going? And I'm not telling you to be fake by any means. Okay, keep it real. I got all that. But if there's a way to communicate that life isn't all roses and peaches without being a Debbie Downer. (laughs) And some people you meet, like I've met people who said they were motivational speakers and Lord, you know, you talk to them for 10 minutes and you feel worse off than when you met them. I'm like, I don't feel motivated by you at all. And there's a spirit about them. Sometimes people meet me and they're like, it's just something about your spirit. And I don't take that lightly. If you are a person who is constantly whining and complaining and you want to know why people are not throwing opportunities at you, why partnerships are not at your doorstep every day, why divine opportunities are not coming your way. Those are the things that lead to wealth. But when you have a spirit that is not one of gratitude and thankfulness, nobody wants to work with you. No one wants to introduce you to someone else. Can we be real? I don't want to refer a client to you if you're always funky. And so it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have. It doesn't matter how much education, how skilled you are. If you have a funky spirit, no one wants to be around you, refer you business, partner up, none of that. Can we be real? And so a part of getting to your wealth and your abundance might be checking your spirit of gratitude. It might really be checking your spirit of gratitude. Here's an excerpt from Real Money Answers for Women and Real Money Answers for Men, but Real Money Answers for Women is the book that I wrote, self-published, sold a lot of copies, and then it was picked up by a major publisher and put in like Barnes and Nobles and Walmart and Target and a bunch of stores all over the country. There's a section about creating wealthy habits, and here's one. It says, maintain a grateful spirit. 
I often say what you verbalize, you magnify and magnetize in your life. When you're in a space that promotes whining, complaining, and dwelling on the negative aspects of your life, you repel financial success and any other type of success. When you remain grateful for those things, no matter how few, which are going right in your life, you allow yourself to find wealth in whatever situation you may be experiencing at any given moment. When you are grateful for what you already have, as well as those things you desire, you become happier and healthier and can attract more of the same. Having constant gratitude, guys, it proves your faith because it's easy to be cheery when everything is going your way. But when it's not, who are you? When everything isn't going your way, who are you being? You have to be able to dig deep and tap into even past events that have taught you something, a lesson or a blessing, something, and even hold on to that. Because you really have to be a person who wants to magnify, even in a small way, anything that might be going your way, as opposed to magnifying your problems. So I'm going to ask you, what are you grateful for today? Dig deep. I don't care what's going on. I don't care how bad it seems. I don't care how much money is in your bank account. I don't care how many clients are not in your business currently. I don't care who's frustrating you at the job. You got to be able to say, I'm grateful for the $13.54 I do have. You have to be able to say, I'm grateful that I get to do work I love. I'm grateful for the clients who are on the way to discovering how I can serve them and help them get to their next. I'm grateful that I have a job because this is the job I prayed for when I had nothing. And I'm not going to let the cubicle worker or the cubicle neighbor from hell take me off my gratitude and mess up my future opportunity for wealth and abundance. I'm not going to let them have that power. So what are you grateful for today? Anything that you found yourself in the last week whining and complaining about, I want you to totally shift that and tell a new story starting today. I don't care what it is. If there's anyone who's going through something in their marriage, your husband or your wife, they're getting on your nerves, but they're committed to that relationship. Guess what? You still got to be grateful that you have someone who's committed to the relationship. Yeah, they smack. Yeah, they snore. (laughs) Yeah, they've irritated the mess out of you on a million different levels, but they're there. But they show up, but they're trying their best. So what do you get to be grateful for today? And I will make a promise to you. I don't have to know you. I don't have to know your experience. I love that you guys send me so many stories and amazing testimonies on Instagram and Facebook. Please continue to do that. Seek Wisdom PCW. I invite that. But I don't have to know your story to know this, that as you choose an attitude of constant gratitude, you will experience abundance in greater ways. You will be filled with joy and peace and just a spirit about you that will pave the way to move forward into that abundant life that you believe you deserve. 
And the second part, the second G is giving, giving. Now, here's the big thing with giving. A lot of us think that we're great givers. Not so. (laughs) I've learned that over the years. Not so. Because more and more, I think the more that we are pulled in different directions for our attention and our dollars, there's so many causes, there's so many things being promoted in front of you. And it makes it really hard to prioritize what you need to do with your time, with your talent, with your treasure. But here's what I know. I have been meeting far too many people who call themselves givers, but they do it begrudgingly or they do it under compulsion. Two things that actually the Bible says not to do. And we should do things, we should give because we feel led to do it, because it's on our heart to do it. And the reason I did gratitude first is because I really feel like when your heart, when your spirit, when you are overflowing with thankfulness, it really puts you in a position to be that cheerful giver. But if you're already whining and complaining and coming from a place of lack and scarcity, it makes it very difficult for you to open your hands or open your calendar or open up your mind and contribute. And I just really believe even as as someone who might be on the receiving end, right, the recipients of whatever you say you're giving, if you're going to give to me with all kinds of stank face and attitude behind it, I don't even want it. (laughs) You can keep it because you want someone to want to bless you. I want someone to know that when they bless me, they're planting a seed in good soil. So they're excited to do it. They can't wait to do it. They look forward to doing it. I don't want the fear, the feelings of lack or anxiety attached to your money, your efforts, your time, or whatever you're giving to me. Like it makes the recipient feel awful. Have you ever asked someone for something or really been in a place where you needed something and they agreed to give it to you, but it was so much extra on it? Didn't you just say, never mind, forget it. I don't want it. Not I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't even want it. Listen, if you are giving right now from a place of obligation or compulsion or begrudgingly, you got to check yourself. You got to check yourself because you got to remember that giving and receiving works in perfect harmony. And if that's the energy and the spirit that you're putting out there when you give, I I can't even fathom what you're about to receive. It's not going to be anything that you want. Mm. You might be asking yourself, why am I so smart? Why am I so brilliant? And I'm putting out all this content into the world or I'm working hard or I'm doing this and I'm, I'm giving here, I'm showing up. But look at the spirit in which you're doing it. And guess what? Your results are really going to shine a light on what that spirit is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter about how many hours you work. Some of y'all working too hard. You're working more hours than you need to when you really just need to check your spirit. When you need to check the spirit in which you are giving, in which you are contributing, in which you are putting things out into the world. I tell people all the time, yeah, you might be a better speaker than me. You're probably a better podcaster. You're probably a better author. You're probably a better writer. You're probably a better coach. But the reason that I have the results that I have is because of the spirit in which I give in all of these areas. 
I make no qualms or apologies about telling you often that I do this from my heart. One of my affirmations is I work because I want to, not because I have to. I consider it an honor and a privilege to be able to do the work that I do, to have people trust me, to have people want me to be a part of their journey to wealth. I consider that an honor and a privilege. I won't even record a podcast until I am in the right spirit. It's not about the deadline. I do have deadlines for things. I have a team that helps me. I have a lot of things going on, an immediate family, extended family, friends, a life. (laughs) I have things to do too. But if I feel that I'm going to be rushed in some way, I won't even record it because I want you to feel the spirit in which I offer this to you every week. Sometimes you're hearing the same words that you heard somewhere else, but there's something connected to it that makes it resonate with you. Do you get that? So if you consider yourself to be a giver, which is fine, you got to ask yourself, am I giving from a place of obligation? And if I am, could that be affecting my abundance? Can that be affecting my abundance? Because I really believe, guys, you know, I said it in the beginning, at patricewashington.com, my goal is to help you chase purpose, not money. You don't have to chase money. You don't have to chase people. You don't have to chase opportunities. You don't have to. You don't have to go from coach to coach and person to person and platform to platform thinking it's all of those things. It's not. It's you. And a big part of that is your attitude towards gratitude and the condition in what you give, the condition, the spirit in which you put things out there. You don't have to chase money, but you do have to live in a spirit and a space of gratitude and sincere giving cheerful giving, from your heart giving, because I truly believe that there is wealth in that alone. And that when you can master your emotions and not let your circumstances control how you feel about yourself, how you feel about life, how you feel about other people, how you feel about the world, when you don't let circumstances determine whether you're going to be grateful or be a giver today, then you can attract everything that you need to be successful at what you're doing. All right? So I want to hear from you. I really do. Can you tell how passionate (laughs) I am about this? It really breaks my heart to see so many people who are so talented work so hard and have nothing to show for it, and they think it's about stuff. They think it's about money. They think it's about whether the right person likes them. They think it's about having a huge Instagram following. They think it's about a million things, and it's not. It's truly about you, and it's truly about how you choose to frame your world, your experience, whether you choose to see things or difficulties in life as things that can be a lesson or a blessing. 
I've been through so much stuff in my life. And one of the things that my friends always tell me, people who know me closely, you're probably one of the most resilient people I know. And that's truly because, guys, I just will not let things fester. I just refuse to let myself become bitter. And I do that through two things. Always looking, always fighting to maintain my gratitude and always giving without an expectation of anything in return. Truly only because I feel led to do it. And the funny thing is, most times I have no remembrance of what I gave. It's not until someone says, do you remember you gave me your washer and dryer? I'm like, what? I gave you a washer and dryer? Really? There's no remembrance. I've never given from the standpoint of what do I get back? If I do this, then it better result in that. Come on, you guys. Most times you don't even get or receive from where you gave. And a lot of times the people or organizations or situations that I give to, they don't even have the capacity to give anything back. And I'm not looking for anything. But it always, always, always comes in another form. I promise you that. So I want you to consider two things today. What are you grateful for? Even if you have to fight to find it, what are you grateful for? And what is the spirit in which you are giving of your time, of your talent, and your treasure? If you have too much on your plate and you're giving from obligation, then maybe you need to excuse yourself from some things and back it on up so that everything that you give is from a place of love and joy and peace. All right? So I want to hear from you. I really hope that this episode blessed you. I want to hear from you. I'm in social media at Seek Wisdom PCW. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. But I'd love for you to join me at patricewashington.com backslash listen. There you'll get the show notes. You can click on this episode, share it with some friends, leave me some comments, give me some feedback. I really just shared what was on my heart. And I really do pray that it blesses you, especially in this season especially in this season, because there's so many things competing for our attention. So remember, until next time, my goal, my mission, my aim in life is to help you live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. See you next time. Bye.